welcome to No Tech Talk, the No Tech Talk podcast. <laughs> okay, um, as you already noticed, this is a very informal setting. Uh, this is a very special episode. I have my wife here, my super fine. Let me spell that correctly. F I O U. It's a Z in there somewhere. Is it? I N-E-N-E. thought it was F O I N E. Super fine. Self. <laughs> I have Mrs. Coates, Ooh. Tiana, T, Ooh. whatever you want to call her, but she the one. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. We we in this thing. <laughs> um, I had to put her on here. I thought about it. I know. Well, you might not know, world, that my wife is extremely introverted, <laughs> extremely introverted, and uh, that's why we're together, because I'm the extroverted personality, and this is my wife. She's the introverted personality. Anyway. Definitely not extroverted. <laughs> <laughs> so to have her on this podcast is a rarity, it's a blessing, and it's a privilege to have her here. Thank you, darling, for being here on the No Tech Talk Thank podcast. Thank you for having me. Just and ca- putting up with all of my... Oh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so much to get me on here. There you go. So just in case you, this is your first episode that you're listening to, this is a No Tech Talk podcast, like I said. Um, this is a safe place to have no tech um, throughout your life, at work, at school, you know, in your interpersonal relationships. It's common to have a certain amount of tact to not hurt anybody's feelings, to not, you know, ruffle any feathers, to not get fired. <laughs> you know, That's um, important. it's important to have tact in life, but this is a safe place to have no tact. Um, if this is not your first time here, welcome back. What's up? Welcome back. Hopefully the quality is getting better for you because you got all the heat off, the air off in the house, got the, the mics all good and the sauce is there. Mm-hmm. So welcome back. So, hello, wife. How are you? Hello, husband. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> so, let me give y'all a little backstory. Um, today has been a crazy day. I think this is in uh, March, but this episode is going to come out probably like early April. Maybe, yeah. shoot, maybe middle April. Probably so. Early May. Um, I, I'm ahead of my, on my recordings because I'm doing good. Mm-hmm. Life is hard, you know, so I got to record these <laughs> early. <laughs> Um, but today we went to a place, uh, had brunch, had mimosas. It was dope, which we're currently drinking right now. Drinking mimosas, getting it in to uh, help with the no tact and help <laughs> to help with the conversation. No, um, man, we talked like um, you were telling me to be quiet a little bit, uh, but we talked like for yeah, a like bit. y'all. He talked so much, right? <laughs> We talked for like a solid, like probably hour and a half. You know how you get done with the food and the waiters brought the whole um, ticket and everything mm-hmm. to you, looking at you all crazy, like, hey, it's time to go. No, we were there. We were in that thing. And so the conversation, and we'll get to like the meaty, the good meaty parts of yeah. it in a minute. But the conversation was just about, you know, not taking no for an answer. Absolutely. And this isn't meant to be like a super long podcast and we had a couple part twos and part ones before but uh we uh, i talked about our testimony a little bit just recently earlier this year mm-hmm. about not taking no for an answer for getting you in school and yeah. just to kind of give a little brief bio on wow. my super fine <laughs> wife uh she just recently quit her job right y'all i quit my job why did she why did you quit your job I quit my job because 
I was accepted into graduate school to get my doctorate. Mm-hmm. Doctorate program. So for what? For physical therapy. Like, Ooh. not because I had everything straightened out, but just because I was accepted into school. Yeah. And that's what... The <laughs> Come on, suck, suck it out, girl. Uh, that's what blows my mind because it's like, I just got the acceptance letter. You and I talked about it. Mm-hmm. And we prayed about it and everything, and God told me, quit your job. Mm. Nothing was paid for. Nothing was set in stone. All I had was the acceptance letter. Wow. And God's like, it's time to leave your job. So the, the amount of faith. Yeah. <laughs> and don't get me I'm wrong, y'all. Calm, <laughs> no, I'm telling I'm gonna tell you because a lot of people think, you know, when you hear podcasts like this and you have people in relationships that it's like a together thing, but this was I don't know if I would have done that. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if I could have just... Because you were working at Apple, what, for five years? I was there for five years. Five years. And so that's from Birmingham, Tennessee, now we're in Texas, um, to, for, for somebody coming from the military, yeah. right? The stability of it all. Right. And that's what got me. Okay. Like, the stability. Like, the stability was gone, and that's what was hard. Like, I turned in my two weeks notice, and I'm like, oh, did you mm. actually do that? Yeah. <laughs> like, was crazy but it's, it's one thing to turn in your two weeks notice yeah and have another job right it's another thing to turn <laughs> two weeks notice and be like okay jobless yeah yeah okay so i mean you know don't get me wrong god has blessed us to where we can you know move forward and allow you to have um the resources to do what you need to do because mm-hmm. when we looked at the not the rubric what do you call it the, i guess the orientation email after you got all like, excited. Yeah, it was like it, two hours after I got the, in, in, not the invitation, but the. Um, it may as well be an invitation. It may as well. Yeah. <laughs> I was invited to go to graduate school. <laughs> Spending all that money, right? <laughs> right. It was like, okay. My problem, it's, it was probably honestly a couple of days. Mm. So it was like, okay, cool. Here's your acceptance email. Like they gave me like a day of leniency mm-hmm. because it was on like a Friday that I found out. So that Saturday, it's just like, okay, cool. This is what you're going to need for school. So yep. they sent me out, um, like, the equipment list, all of the scrubs, everything that I would need. And then it's like. <laughs> so it's like, hey, you got to pay all this money. But then we're going to give you another list. Of stuff that you need to buy. <laughs> right? Exactly. Like, you thought this was it. That's but it's crazy. like, so it was that. And then, y'all, they sent out my, um. My schedule for the next two and a half years. Okay. Now, granted, this is in December. Right. Okay, so we got the acceptance email. December 21st. 21st. And you started school on what day? January 13th. Goodness. (laughs) (laughs) January 13th. Okay. So so this is something that we didn't talk about. So we know there's anticipation, perspiration, autumn other Asians. So... Obviously, you're excited, okay? Yeah. So you got the acceptance letter. We're all excited. We're telling the family about it and everything. So what is going through your head? Because you got probably like a solid four to five weeks. I mean, and that's pushing it. Yeah. On, okay, when your first day is. And we're we talking about, let's just say you had all, and we'll get to this part in a second, mm-hmm. where, you know, God did his thing. Um, let's the just say thing. you had the money. Yeah. Everything was paid for. So let's just say so, but still, right? It still has to be a certain amount of anxiety, right? Right. I think we talked about that for a little bit, but it has to be a certain amount of anxiety to go from undergrad, yeah, I got my degree, it's been a couple years mm-hmm. or whatever, to 
oh man, this is here. This is it. This is in my face. Right. <laughs> you know, how how did that feel for you getting that email and then okay, we talked about we talked to the family, everything. All the, the hoorays are over with. Yeah. But now it's like now it's time to live it. How did that feel for you? For me, it felt I don't even know how to describe it because it's been a long time coming. Like I'll get into my backstory in a minute. Yeah. But it was like everything that you've worked for and waited for is actually here. Mm-hmm. And what are you going to do? <laughs> so it's like the ball's out of God's court at this point. So it's like, what am I going to okay. do? And that was the most terrifying feeling for me because it's like for the past, I'm going to say three go years. Ahead, ahead. For the past three years. Yeah. For the past three years, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting and believing God for this certain thing. And it's finally here. Mm. Like, it's out of God's hands at this point. Yeah. It's still in God's hand for the most part. It's just that at this, it's time for me to put in more work. Okay. And it's like, am I ready? For one, am I ready to do that? Two, it's like, okay, what are you going to do? Because, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> Go ahead, speak on it, girl. It's so silly. <laughs> It's a completely different experience to um, to actually have what God has blessed you with. Like, to be walking in purpose. Okay. It's different being, from walking in purpose from where you were wanting to be in purpose. Like what do you mean God, by walking in purpose? Walking in purpose is, what I mean by that is, like, where God's placed me. Okay. Where God wants me to be. Where, okay. It sounds crazy where my desire and God's desire for me meets up. Ooh. <laughs> okay, so preacher Bay. That's what I mean no, by ahead. that. Yeah, so yeah. it's it just kind of like where me and God come to an agreement on where what I want to do and where he wants me to be. Mm. And there is such a fine line to walk in the midst of that because it's like giving up so much of yourself and your own selfish desires mm-hmm. to be where God wants you to be and also where you want to be in life. And I was walking that line and I'm just like, oh my God, like is, is it time? Because I'm, a, it's here. It's it's here. Because I, I know it seems a little fake. I'm, I'm going right. honest with you. It seems a little fake. You know, you're taking the GRE, you're taking it, <laughs> doing everything. You, yeah, it's a whole yeah. nother podcast. <laughs> you know, you, you're, and I, I, so you gotta look at me as well. I'm the, the bystander. I'm the right. innocent bystander. He's all watching of all of this happen. I'm here for support. <laughs> you know, hey, girl, we got this. Da, da, da. Um, but when you look at the greatest stories that we always hear about, you put the glass down. It's whatever. Stop. It's cool. We're, it's a very informal <laughs> podcast today with my girl. Nah. So it's one thing to talk about it, it's another thing to live it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so that that's why we can still do this. That's why I can still have this relationship with you and we talk about this because mm-hmm. it's some stuff that I'll never know. And even as a married couple, this is why times like these are important, whether right. we're recording it or not, is to talk about, okay, hey, I'm living this. Mm-hmm. I'm receiving the emails. I'm talking to these folks. I'm going up to the school. This is my stress. Right. And so now, so you had dreams prior to me. Mm-hmm. Which is what which is what is important to say. You wanted to be a PT. I think we talked. I think you, you pretty much you wanted to be in the medical field, right? Whatever you wanted to do, right? Exactly. When I was met. still like trying to feel it out, like see what I wanted to do. Yeah. And so, when even when you get married, even you have a best friend, whatever your your thing is, 
you still have your own wants, desires, dreams, goals. Your own identity. Yeah. Yeah. And so th- that that's the thing for me is obviously, you know, we're moving a lot. We're, we're a military fam or mm-hmm. whatever. So but the anxiety behind it, because that's, that's been a big thing for really for bl- the black community. Yeah. And it's nothing against anybody else that might be listening, but in these last couple of years for the black community, uh, therapy, anxiety, mental right. disorders have been a, a real topic mm-hmm. to be discussed about. So how do you stay strong? I mean, don't, don't now I'm going to tell you too. Don't give me the God was good answer. No, I'm going <laughs> to give you the real answer because yeah. I think people rely so much on the God is good mm. and oh my gosh, everything is perfect. Yeah. But what happens when you're in the trenches? Like, okay. what happens when you're at your lowest point? What was your lowest where, point? Where? Come on now. Am I getting into it? Yeah, let's go. Um, so my far. lowest point <laughs> was I had graduated from the University of Alabama at Birmingham, UAB, okay. in 2016. I knew that God had more for me and I knew I wanted to be a physical therapist, mm-hmm. but it's like, when is that going to happen? So I was out of school for like maybe like a year and a half. We were still dating at the time. Mm-hmm. We weren't engaged or anything. My lowest point was where I seriously wanted to take my life. Okay. And I left my parents' house one night. My brother had just gotten his, uh, he had just graduated from UAB as well. He and I went to the same college. And I was on my way, I was on my way home. My brother and I had an apartment together. I was on my way home. And I was seriously like bawling my eyes out because I was so upset at my parents. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, like this is getting on my nerves. Like I'm, I'm, I'm over it. And it wasn't because of them. My parents are amazing people. I love them for for the utmost. And it's just like, at a certain point, it was so much weighing on me. I had just graduated from college. So much stress placed on me. Like, what are you going to do next? What's next? Yeah. I hate that question. (laughs) What's next? Because nobody knows. When you graduate from high school. I'm going to be honest with you. People don't even care. You hit a milestone. Like, we got married. Exactly. Okay, when the kid's coming. What a house coming, whatever, right? Whenever you reach a milestone, you graduate kindergarten. All right, middle school, right around the corner. Can I enjoy kindergarten? And that's the biggest thing for me because it's where, like, you don't get a breather. Yeah. And that's how I felt between graduating from high school to college, from college to whatever else was next. Mm -hmm. I never had the time to, okay, to revel in the moment. What are you doing to celebrate where you are now? Mm. And your mom actually helped me with that. Um, Jonathan and I had been married for maybe like a year, and his parents came to Tennessee to visit us. And she knew that I was pursuing my goals of getting back into school. But she's like, okay, Tiana, like, what are you doing? Have you actually been ex- – um, what's the word she used? Have you been enjoying your time outside of school? Yeah, for sure. I remember that. And she asked me, y'all, and you know what my response was? I just looked at her. <laughs> like, what? Am I supposed to enjoy <laughs> <laughs> I literally looked at her and I'm like, Yeah, I remember what that. What do you mean? Well, because that's, that's what that, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, yeah. go ahead, baby. That's where wisdom comes from. Exactly. And that's yeah. how I looked at that because, like we were saying, like people never get the time to enjoy where they are. Okay. Or to celebrate 
the accomplishments that they've made. It's always what's next. Mm. And I feel like that's part of the problem. That's why so many people are stressed out, anxious, like suicidal and things like that. It's like because you never get to enjoy where you are. Yeah. It's always what's next. And that's what stressed me out. So at my lowest point, I was thinking about all these things like we were dating, we're engaged to get married. Like everybody's asking me all these questions. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I don't know what's next. I need somebody to literally tell me what to do. What do I well, need to do? Well, that's what you're do? used to, right? Exactly. So you grow up in school, and I always use the example from what I heard. Uh, it's you know you're in school, you're in middle school, yeah. or high school, whatever. You're you're in lines yep. everywhere you go. You're exactly. in the class. Got to raise your hand in school. You go to the lunchroom, waiting your pizza and your cookies or whatever yep. you're gonna get for that day. We're, yep. we're taught to follow the suit. Listen to the person next to us. Mm-hmm. You know, listen to the teacher, professor, whatever. Okay, cool. And I always talk about this being a recruiter. Yeah. Everybody wants to say, "Hey, all right, go to school, go to college, graduate, get a good job, get two kids and a, and a two and a half kids and a dog, whatever it yeah. is, right? You know, white picket fence, white picket fence, goldfish, yeah. and I'm good. Retirement plan. I die. I see my my grandchildren, and that's the whole life. Right. Um. The 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 important part for me, and I thought about this when I was creating the podcast, is the no tech part is living a life against the grain means going against the status quo. Right. 100%. Right. And so what I feel like that we have done is, we're, I mean, we're still being successful. Yeah. Right? But at the same time, it's, you automat- I think I feel like children automatically have that natural response to go against what their parents did, yeah, do something different sure. on the beaten path. But at the same time, you're not only comparing yourself to your to your um, family, but your friends right. and the people that you meet. And, right. you know, okay, if we're both in our late 20s. What is everybody else doing in their late 20s? Or where, where should I be in this world? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if I compare myself to every other 27-year-old, Am I ahead? Am I behind? So is that what you were kind of feeling? Like, I, Yes, I was feeling that. And that's why at that point where I was at my lowest, I'm like, let me get off social media. Okay. Because I realized that comparing where I was at in life was making me, <clears throat> I, I wouldn't even say jealous, but it's like comparison. I go back to the Bible. Comparison is a thief of joy. Mm-hmm. When you compare where you're at to where somebody else is, friends, enemies, whatever you want to call them, like when you're comparing yourself, you run into so many issues, it gets you upset. People start to become jealous and it's like, man, I've done all of these things. Like, God, where are you at? Like, why am I not getting what they have? And it starts to become a point where you're actually wanting what they have you're coveting what they what they have really and that's the biggest issue and i'm like you know what before i get to that point let me get off social media let me just become one with god and just figure out where he wants me to be because i know where he where i want to be where does god want me so what so we talked about three yeah we talked about the number three i kind of want to go on that as well so you know and i I talked to you and i when I uh, talk to your dad as well, when I, um, hey, Mr. Williams, hey. right, uh, <laughs> yeah. I want to marry your daughter, you know, yeah. you know but I always, because I know I'm in the military, I'm active duty, 
I don't know if I mentioned it already in right. my other podcast. <laughs> I'm actually duty military, so you know, when I decided to get married, I mean, you, you're pretty much like attached, exactly, to me. And so we have to travel. We move every three years. Um, this was just funny how I say three years. It's crazy. So think about that. I I don't I don't know we've ever. I know we talked about this before, but during those three years for you, okay. So what was kind of going through your mind, like? Because I, I want to say this, too, for the listeners, because you have a plan, and you know it's my favorite scripture. Yeah, we might have our plans, man, I swear. but God directs our steps. Proverbs Absolutely. 16 and 9, y'all can take that. Absolutely. you know. So you might have a plan, hey, cool, I'm going to grow up, do this, I'm doing school, graduated, da, da, da. Yeah. So where was your head at in those three years? Like, where was your faith? Where was your emotions? Because I don't think I even saw or experience much of that because I think you were I, gone. Yeah, I was I was training a we, lot. Yeah. I was out doing everything. You were in Tennessee. I, I was still back in Alabama. Yeah. So no, we talking about when we got married though. When we got married yep. before. No, when we got when you when moved up married. there to Tennessee. Okay. okay. And this and we talked. We had a, we ain't gonna go into the drama at <laughs> 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 all. But point is, so you're here in yeah. Tennessee. You with your man. Yeah. We married. Yeah. Everything is good. But then you have that calm after the storm. Right. Okay. We married. Everything's good. Life and you like we struggling. Exactly. But you still got dreams. Yeah. But you still got ambition. So right. wh- where are you in that? Where were you in that in that space? In that space, my main thing was, what's next for you? For who? For myself. Okay. That's what I was saying to myself. Like, what's next for you? Because I've seen so many people get married and they lose themselves in their marriage. I love you. With all of my heart. Are you too good? <laughs> it's just one of those where I've always, I've never wanted to be that wife that loses themselves in their husband. Right. I understand us becoming one, but I feel like it's still fair for me to have my own hopes, dreams, desires for things that I want for my life. Um, And it was one of those where I'm like, okay, what are you going to do to still pursue your dreams? Okay. And... It was just one of those moments where I had a revelation one day, and I'm like, okay, God, I still want to go to school. I still want to get my doctorate in physical therapy. Like, this is what I've always desired to do. Help me. Mm. Help Help me what? Help me to get to this point where I want to be, and does this align with what your desire for me is? Because so so many times we get to a point in life where it's all about me, 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 me. And that's not necessarily fair to God because I gave you, God's like, I gave you these desires. Mm. So when Ooh, do, when do I come into play? When do I get a say in what you do? Okay. But and you got to allow him to do that. Exactly. You have right. to give, you have to let God in because so many times it's so easy for people to just get to a point where it's like, God, this is what I want to do. I'm about to go out here and grind. Like I'm getting it in. And we're in a generation where it's just like, let me get it. I'm going to get it by myself and all yeah. these things. And that's I just, hear you and I'm getting it. It's I'm money. Riding around and I'm getting, getting it. it. Right. My, <laughs> like all of that. But yeah. that's not necessarily, I wouldn't necessarily say it's the wrong mindset to have, but I will say that because okay. if you're doing all of this on your own, where does God come in at? Are you making space for him? Exactly. Are you? Th- yes, that's perfect. Are you making space for God? And for me, I we I think you were at work one day, or mm-hmm. you were you were like in the field or something. Or something crazy. Yeah. You doing something <laughs> crazy, y'all? He was gone all the time, yeah, and I was just at sure. home by myself. 
And I th- it was one morning before work, I think, and I'm just sitting in the room, like I'm having my quiet time with God one morning. And I'm like, God, I really still want to pursue this. Is this what you want me to do? Pursue what? Pursue my dream of being a physical therapist. Okay. I always wanted to be a doctor. I told my parents this since I was Dr. Coat. Dr. Coat. Like I didn't know I was gonna be Dr. Coat. I thought I was gonna be Dr. Williams when I was little. Nah, but like fam, I changed that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm be going on record. But when I was ain't little, no dashes like, around so here, really, fam. Ain't no Williams ashes. No hey, private plug. Listen, if oh you single God. man, you know what I'm saying, and you finna get married, don't let her do a dash. What's a dash for? No, you know how like if your last name Williams or it's William you know what I'm Dash. Saying? Like, what's Coates. the point of a dash? That's what I'm saying. You married. Listen, it's gone. fight for your last name, bro. Fight for your no, last name. Your you kid is not going to have two last names. You know what I'm saying? It's Think about it. It's too many it's letters. Crazy. It's not going to fit on the SAT. It is. That's coming from a woman. Like, from a man. Fight for your right to have your last name, dog. Anyway. That's just me. Go ahead. Like I was <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there one morning, like, yeah. praying, having my quiet time with God. And I'm like, God, I still want to get my doctorate. I still want to do this. I know I've graduated. I had graduated. I think it was like a year and a half after I had graduated mm-hmm. at that point. And we were in Tennessee. And I'm just like, I still want to do this. Is this your? Is this what you have in the books for me, pretty mm-hmm. much? Because I'm like, okay, I've tried and I've tried and I've tried, like, on my own accord. But is this where you <laughs> want me to be? Right. <laughs> like... And at that point, God didn't say anything to me. He just gave me the number three. Okay. And that was the most confusing thing. I'm like, okay, great. The you number got a three. number. You praying. I just got a, you praying. You, you get a spirit, number. You meditating. And Walk around, hands lifted. And God just like, Trey. Trey. <laughs> <laughs> Trey. Like, Trey. It's like, that sucks. what does that mean? What does that mean? Okay. And I'm just like, okay. Okay, God. Three. Mm-hmm. Great. And I'm like, okay, great. I have the number three. I wrote it down. And I'm just sitting there praying like, it's got to be more to this. What does three mean? And when I tell y'all, that was the most, I wouldn't even say annoying. Like, I will say annoying. That was it the most annoying per- moment. No tech. No tech. Like, it I was, was annoying, God. Why are you giving me a number? Why do you I need give some, me a number? I need some knowledge. I need guidance. <laughs> I need you to lead me to where I need to be. And you give yeah, me a number? Like, bruh, sure. what's up? That's how me and God talk. Like, what's going on, bruh? Mm-hmm. And God was just like, three. Okay, great. So I started praying about the number three. Like, what does it mean? Okay. I spoke with one of my friends. Um, I really look at her as my spiritual guidance counselor. Pretty Go much, her name, name is Cor- her name is Corshana. Like Corshana, love you trying to get a house today. in Birmingham. Corshana, hey, if you need a house in Birmingham, Alabama, anywhere in the world, talk to Corshana Crosby. And Patrick, I got to shout Patrick out. Patrick's bomb, <laughs> but I won't say Corshana is the route to go. Okay, <laughs> bit. But she and I was talking. I was talking to her, and it's even like. Okay, Sean, help me to navigate through this because I will say she helped me to get more in contact with my spiritual gifts. Okay. Mine is discernment. Yes, it is. It is definitely <laughs> discernment, y'all. Like I'm not I'm not nosy or anything, and it's just crazy, but like I just I, I feel things and I just know things. Mm-hmm. But um she and I were talking, she's like, Okay, have you looked into Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? I'm like, I've a looked into Negro. A bad Negro. <laughs> like I'm <laughs> I've listened to all of these things and I did not get the fulfillment that I needed is the word that I will say because I'm looking at all these scriptures. I'm diving deeper. I'm getting closer to God. But whatever the number three means, I did not get the meaning of it. Okay. 
And I still felt unfulfilled in that area. And it was just so weird. But I'm like, man, like I spent so much time with God. Like I should have the answer, right? No. Yeah. That's not how it works. It, I I forgot what like is God either gives you the end and not the path or the path and not the end. Like he'll tell you it one takes of the a certain other. amount of work. It does. We were talking about that earlier. It takes a certain amount of work because and I'll give the analogy that I gave earlier mm-hmm. in our deep conversation. Deep you know, <laughs> and so I always think, you know, I always talk about superheroes. Yeah. I would talk about power and, you know, being a superhero and everything. So God is that natural current, static shock Saturday morning cartoon, the natural current oh. that we can tap into. Mm-hmm. And even listening to this now, because it's something that we didn't really talk about. It's just like, okay, God, what's up? Basically. Right. And so like, I'm doing on. everything I need to do. And this is something important for the listeners as well. What happens when I'm doing everything I need to do? I'm meditating, I'm studying, Bruh. I'm speaking in tongues, using my spiritual gifts, going to church, yep. I'm tithing, all the, the right things, but God is not, you know, responding or doing what you need him to do. And I feel like that's like a, a pivotal point. It's a crazy place to be in, and it's, it's a place that externally you need to recognize that you're in, mm-hmm. which we talked about as mm-hmm. well. Um okay, I'm here. And yeah. you have to look at that. And I, I forget what the movie was. Pretty much the guy was having an out-of-body experience. And he was seeing people lie, cheat, steal, all that type of stuff. Yeah. And he was on his deathbed and everything. But he was legit. It showed like his low, his physical essence or whatever coming outside of his body and looking at all the events happening around him in real life. I forgot what movie that was. I don't know what that is. Either way, but point <laughs> is, we have. To, I think that we have to do that. We have to look outside of ourselves and look, okay, cool. If I was look, if I was talking to somebody else about this or the same situation, yeah. what advice would I give myself? <clears throat> what spiritual advice That's crazy. would I give myself? Right. Okay? Because it's not just about spiritual or just logical advice, which is both are necessarily needed. It's like, okay, cool. What would I do if I was talking to a me that was struggling with this? With yeah. This? Um, which, which is crazy. Which it, and it's hard to do. It's extremely hard to, to take a look at your own self and I'm doing everything right, but what do I, what do, I do now, God? Or what do I do now, my closest friend? Because sometimes right. your circle not going to get it. That's true. That's I mean, it's, it's, we're blessed. We, were, we have been blessed to have a yeah. circles in both of our arenas to be able to talk to people and get those answers and things. But I, I like to think about when I'm talking, especially on the podcast, mm-hmm. like it's somebody right now in the car, in the closet, whatever, listening to this. And it's like, I'm by myself. I ain't right. got no friends. I don't trust nobody. Yeah. Everybody at work sucked. My family don't care. I'm trying to live out this dream. What now? Right. What you think about that? Uh, that's a hard place to be in, man, because it's like you feel like you're alone, but you're really not. Yeah. And that's just a, that I, I go back to comparison. Okay. Because you feel like you're by yourself, nobody gets it, and if you have a circle that does not get it, you need a new circle. You need a new circle, <laughs> legit. Like my parents used to always say, if you're the smartest person in your group, you need a new group. Yeah. Because there's always more to learn. There's only always more growing to do, and you you should never be the smartest person in your circle. Mm. I will say it's it's okay to be the smartest person in a circle. But you need a you need a circle that you can go to to get fed to get all of these dreams and hopes and desires where you're like, 
man, I never even thought that that was possible. Like a jacuzzi in the ceiling of like whatever, like Yo, a, a ceiling a fan pause. jacuzzi. I never let's even thought about pause, that. Like, man. Some so, crazy stuff. Can I the story about the house? <laughs> All right, y'all. So we live in the hills. Go the rich folks said. Mm-hmm. We're on the edge, right? Where, where the rent is still affordable. <laughs> But we can still see all the mansions. Right. <laughs> oh, man. And this is another example of having faith. We should take a pause to keep it kind of light. Man, we yeah. went and saw this house. It was a 1.6. It was 1.6. And that's, you know what? If it, where we live at, that's not even expensive. It's not. That's what's the other houses. That was affordable. Yeah. That was affordable. It's like a middle class. It was middle class. <laughs> house. So, man. We we pull up. We drive through the neighborhood. Real nice houses. So, we saw one house that had just sold. And uh, so, we, you know, of course, my Zillow wife went and looked it up. <laughs> five bedrooms, four baths, Don't you know, out. jacuzzi, <laughs> the whole nine, right? So we we pulled up in the driveway and walked around the house. Right. The gate just as a normal person would do. I mean, not eloquent, but just divinely having to be open. It was divinely open. Praise <laughs> the, God, the Hallelujah. Open. <laughs> right. Thank the jacuzzi was connected to the pool. The pool was connected to the jacuzzi, which next to everything else and the elbow had a built-in grill. I mean, it was the whole nine yards. Yeah, and it wasn't like no Oprah house or nothing, but it was a real nice house for the area. Nice. And so we, you know, my wife has has taught me how to vandalize certain different areas Whoa. and go look and <laughs> go look in the windows <laughs> you know <laughs> point is you go look at your future you go absolutely have faith because how, how can you have faith for something if you've never seen it so we're all in the windows looking through the pictures on zillow walking all around the house and this house is like i mean if we had no other ambition in the world that would be the end goal yeah it's just a random house that we found because i mean it was like I mean, it had... We took a back way home that day. Yeah, like, yeah. it was, like, three-car garage. I mean, I can't even describe all the amenities that the house had, amazing. but it, it was, was dope. beautiful. All the hardwood floor, granite, yeah. all the good stuff, right? Um, And it, it kind of goes to my next segment. Let me look at my notes. I was just looking I at this, I haven't finished too. my first part yet. Oh, good. We're just still talking about the number three, dog. No, we in a, we, we still on that, because... Uh-oh. Somebody got a FaceTime call. <laughs> there you go. That's funny. No, so I kind of wanted to go into um, waiting on people to move because we're going to get to that as well. That's the cream of the crop. Yeah. On number three and the whole thing. Waiting on people to move. Actually, it kind of coincides with what we're talking about. It kind of does. So we talked about as well, and this is all the echo of what we talked about earlier. I mean, I wish I could have been in that restaurant. Cause that was the fire. I wish we would have recorded it then because that was so lit. It was was really loud loud in there. (laughs) But um, we were just talking about, like, going off of the number three. That's the number God gave me. And from that point, it took maybe a year and a half for God to reveal to me what the number three even meant Mm. for my life. What? And, like, (laughs) it it made me so mad. And I'm like, okay, God, because that's how me and God. I'm like, okay, like, what are we talking about? (laughs) Like... The number three, perfect, great. Got it, wrote it down, dated it, whole nine. What does this mean for my life? That's good. What does this mean? Like, what is the number three? Like, what is it? I get it. One plus two, like, great. <laughs> three minus perfect. Two. Three minus, like. Oh, sorry, five minus two. Yeah, man. <laughs> me and my husband ain't getting mad. Y'all would be struggling. <laughs> but it's just like, where do you want me to be? Like, what does this mean? Yeah. 
And it wasn't, we were in Tennessee for maybe a year and a half, but he gave me that number when we were still in Tennessee. And I'm just, I'm just trying to figure it out. So I was looking into different scriptures, uh, Koshana and I talked and she's like, check this out. And I'm like, that's not it, Sean. Like, what else do I need to look at? Yeah. And she's like, T, you just need to get closer to God because he's not going to reveal it to Why you. Why is because it always it's not, answer, I feel like it's, <laughs> it's such a, it's such a, like, broad advice point, but it's real it's because the um, it's the answer. All caps, bold, underline. A- absolutely. All of that. <laughs> all nine. Like, and I think that's because it's you're you're really not gonna get it unless you get to where the point where God wants you. You have to be desperate. You have to have a Ooh, desperate desire. I'm preaching now. To, no, I'm not. Go ahead. Not me. You have to have a desperate desire to want to be where God wants you to be to mm-hmm. get that. Bar. And that's what I think that means. You like when she was like, "T, you just gotta get closer to God and figure it out." I'm like. What does that mean? Yeah. What is that? I'm already praying. I'm already praying. I have my quiet time with God. Like, how is that possible with me on earth? Him in heaven. Like, how do I get closer to God? What do I need to do? And she's like, you got to figure it out because it's different for everybody. Mm. It's completely different. And that's what I, I don't think that people understand because... You have to realize what your spiritual, I'll I'll say it goes back to spiritual gifts. You have to fill out, realize what your spiritual gift is Mm -hmm. and get to where God wants you to be. Mine was discernment. We talked about that today was the best way to get through whatever you're going through is to have a better relationship with God. Absolutely. Best way to, I mean, just succeed. I'm going to be honest with you. Just succeeding in life starts with a relationship with God and yeah. it seems so like around the way but you're when you're in tune mm-hmm. kind of like I, you know you are when you're in tune with what the spirit is saying and you're, you're listening you're able to have that quiet time God will talk to you God will speak you to will you. and it's the most insane moment because you'll hear something like I'll be praying I'm like hey oh whoa yeah whoa, wait a it. wait a minute like <laughs> I be like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you like really want to show me that? Did you really want me to know that? But it's just like, God will put you in a place where He tells you things, and then even after Him giving me the number three, me me waiting for like a year and a half to figure out what it meant. I couldn't do that. I was so fr- I was frustrated. I'm gonna tell you though. I was God, frustrated. God gives those problems to introverted personalities. He does. <laughs> I, I was just screaming on up. the inside. I was upstairs <laughs> screaming on the inside. Like, I what gave is up. The, what does this mean? <laughs> Why? I did not. And that's the that's the thing. Like, I didn't give up praying. I'm like, God, what does this mean? Like, what do you want from me? Where do you want me to be? So when did it click? It clicked. I, I wish I had my note. Oh, it is here. Praise God. Pull it out. Um, it clicked one day. It was right when we moved to, um, Texas from Tennessee. Yeah. Turn the pages, and, girl. Sorry, guys. I'm looking through my it's, notes. Hey, no, we're finding this realness. We're finding the real time realness. <laughs> 20, this is 2019. This is May of 2019. Let me flip through this book. <laughs> um, when did it click for you, though? me one day i'm sitting in the bedroom praying again i was at home by myself you were at work of course <laughs> always you got i guess you'd be distracting me fam i don't know that's weird but 
God literally told me, like, and I heard it as plain as day. And it's one of those where I always pray for God to discern my thoughts from his voice. Mm-hmm. But I heard it so clear that day. And God's like, three is the number of years that I wanted you out of school before you would go back. What? Like, and it was so, I'm like, and I, he said, and I'm like, what? Like, what does that even mean? Like, okay. Like, and when he revealed that to me, I'm like, would I have handled this with the amount of delicacy that I needed to had he told me this a couple years ago? No. I don't think I would have mm-hmm. because I think that God waited to. There's anticipation in not knowing. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. There's anticipation in not knowing. And I think that he waited for me to get to a certain point before he revealed that to me because I wasn't ready. Had he given me that blessing ahead of time, like even given me a glimpse of where he would have had me. Wow. Before he told me what it meant, I don't think I would have been able to handle it. Mm. And it's one of those where you really have to be in tune with God and know that you don't have what it takes to handle the blessing that God is trying to give to you. Yo, and people I'm like just sit on fire. <laughs> I didn't even see it. It's, it's the whole it's blazing. The fire it's blazing. And people don't understand that because people are so self-centered to the fact that they think they got it all together. And they like, okay, cool, I got this, God, whatever you got for me. No, you have to be on a certain level of maturity to really understand where God wants you to be and understand that you're not there. Wow. I'm, I'm still, God has blessed me so much. God has blessed us with so much. I'm still not where God wants me to be yet, aside from our relationship and our marriage. Yeah. And that's what I think that people don't understand. And when he gave me that, he's like, this is how long I, you want this. I want this for you, but you're not ready for it. Yeah. And that was such an eye-opening moment for me because I'm like, I've waited so long and like tried every, literally everything in the book to get to where I want it to be. And I even began to doubt and think that like, God, maybe this ain't what you want for me. And that was the most dangerous point I've ever oh. been at to begin to second guess and doubt where you and God have an agreement Yeah. and it hasn't happened in a specific time frame, And you really start to doubt like, okay, God, maybe this ain't it. That was the most dangerous point I've ever been at because I'm just like, okay, God, you told me a certain thing. I've waited and waited and waited and we're at two and a half years at this point. Yeah. And I'm like, God, I graduated undergrad two and a half years ago. Like, what now? What now? What now? I've been patient. I've still been, I've been working at Apple. This is my second state, third store. Like, I've been doing everything. I've been giving my all. Because I really believe that God will not bless you to be able to go to another level unless you have achieved a level of excellency where you're at. Because how can he trust you to be excellent at another level where you're, when you're giving half of what you can where you are? And that's what I think a lot of people suffer with. Like, this ain't where I want to be, so I don't care. I'm going to just do whatever. No, that's not it. God placed you at a certain point for a reason. Yeah. And people don't get that. You can't be blessed to go to another level if you're not achieving and doing what God wants you to do where you're at. That's real. Take a deep breath. (laughs) Take a deep breath. We're going to take a word to pay some bills for our sponsors. You go silly. (laughs) We are. (laughs) 
Today we have BenHated.com. BenHated.com. That's B-E-N. Hated.com. This is where they turn negative energy into positive results for the individual that is striving to be the best at whatever they put their mind or hands to. You will have haters. You got haters, Bay. Listen. Listen. <laughs> Listen. They will hate you for dreaming bigger than they ever imagined. They will hate because you set the bar on excellence. Don't stop because from hate comes motivation. Whew. Whew. We motivated, right? There you go. That's the company I believe in for sure. Beenhated.com. Check it out. It's a clothing company that believes in uh, just striving through all the hateration, haterade, old school that the world has to offer. I know they, they're pretty big on supporting uh, causes that help with bullying in schools and moving so forward uh, with just not being, you know, the status quo. Yeah. Speaking of status quo. <laughs> Tell me about it. Because I know my baby was over there getting passionate. Tell me about it. Dropping on bars <laughs> over there. Um, the last topic, because I want to keep you all day. Now, we got schoolwork to do. Yeah. Uh, the idea... And you can quote this statement, but the idea that I don't fit in in church because I'm not holy or the status quo. That's what we were talking about earlier. So, what? We going there already? Huh? Yeah, we going there. Okay. We going there already. Let's get it. We going there already. Okay. So, we talked about as well. Um, What is... The status quo of church, and I'll, I'll, actually, I'll start with me. I won't even put it on you. Um, to kind of give you a little backstory about myself, I'm currently in school for theology, going through my seminary. I'm studying about, you know, all things Jesus. Right. <laughs> and uh, I, my only issue with my whole journey, which it took me a little while to get here in the first place, and I might talk about that in a minute as well, is my me transforming into something that I might not be interested in being in, right? Right, right. Um, and we'll get back to what you were talking about before, but this is kind of after the, the break or whatever. Um, I kind of want to get your opinion on this as well. So what do you think about me? Let's just use me as an example. Yeah. I'm trying to be this preacher. I'm trying to be in ministry in general. I'm, 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 I don't know what capacity I'm supposed to be in yet, mm-hmm. right? This is why right. I started this podcast. It's one of my avenues to speak about God and in a safe place and to know that, hey, it ain't all just holier than thou and things like that. Right. So what do you feel like I, I should do? Let's just let's go with that. I feel like you can you bring should. it back to what we were talking about before as well. But I feel like you should really understand who you are as a person and go with that. Because a lot of times, so many people fall victim um, to what they think church should be like mm-hmm. and where they think a level of Christianity or spirituality that they think church people should be at. And they try to follow that. And they begin to lose themselves in the church, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And that's not them. I really feel like God's but you're place, trying to be a part of the organization. You're trying to be a part I'm playing of the devil organization. Yeah. Right. Playing you come devil, in something that's completely outside of your wheelhouse. Yeah. And you see the status quo. Right. Of what, how everything has been working. But you have a whole different mindset. Even with that, I feel like 
like God has placed a certain level of intelligence and knowledge in each and every person so that you can grow in the church. Mm-hmm. There's not a person like, even if you was out in these streets like earlier <laughs> in life and doing who knows what, yeah. like I feel like God can use that to grasp different people. And that's the problem. I feel like so many people look at church like, oh, I got to have all of my stuff together before I go to church. No, that's the problem with it. If we as Christians are setting the precedent that people have to be perfect before they go, that's our that's our fault. Mm-hmm. We have to do better because nobody's perfect. Like, I'm drinking a mimosa right now. Bet. I'm not perfect. <laughs> like, and and it's just one of those where people really think that I can't sag my pants. I can't do this and that like and the third. Pants, I don't like sagging pants. That's a personal preference. If you like sagging your pants, do you, you just, still come to church? Because well. it's about being in relationship with God's yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That gives you the level of connection that you need to proceed in life. Because if people think that it's all about, oh, I gotta quote the entire Bible, I gotta yeah. know verses. That's what I'm struggling at though. Like, because I yeah. feel like every time I talk to somebody at church. They quoting scripture, they're giving these deep, you know, experiences, mm-hmm. and they're rhyming. Really pisses me <laughs> off. Let's let's just no tech, right? I just despise no people that rhyme when yeah. they're trying to give you ex- advice. You, yeah. I can't even think of one right now, but you know, like da 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 da. I know exactly. You know it's like <laughs> I didn't ask for no little tidbit of right. Some out of a fortune cookie. I'm having real life issues. Mm-hmm. Why are you rhyming right now? Right. That, that, oh man, it, it just irks me. And I don't want to be that just cookie cutter yeah. person for anybody yeah. in the church environment. It might not be preacher, minister, best friend, whatever. Yeah. But I legitimately don't want to be that person. I want to be like, hey, bro, I've been there. Hey, hey, man, right. I've been in the trenches. This is how God saved me. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I feel like I don't know where I'm supposed to be personally at because. It might not have a title, whatever that I do. Exactly. Also, you know what I'm saying? But all of us are charged to ha- live experiences, be transformed through Christ, and to spread the good news, right? Mm-hmm. So you could be a, ra- a regular random person, and you know that that person at work is making you mad and getting your nerves mm-hmm. every day, and you can spread the good news. Hey, do you want to go to church? Hey, do you want right. to da 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 and you could change the whole person's trajectory in their life. Yeah. And but just by you changing their life, changing their kids' lives, their husbands, wives' lives. The whole generation. And that's that's what it's all about, right? But when you take that stance, when you get that title, even when you have a podcast, somebody that might, might be listening right now that might even know me. I'm starting off early. Most mm-hmm. of my, mostly it's just my friends and family, you know, Facebook <laughs> right. friends and stuff. But that one person that just might see me on Apple or podcast or Spotify or whatever. Hey, I'm gonna listen to this new podcast. See yeah. what you got to say. Could this, this could change your whole life? Right. So this in itself is a platform, right? And to bring it full circle, it's like I don't want to. I don't. I don't know how to describe it. I don't. I just don't want to be that guy. And you don't have to. Okay. You, you do not have to be that guy because I feel like God's chosen you for a reason. Yeah. You and I have talked about that before, and it's just like you don't feel comfortable where you're at, and that's how you know you're exactly where God wants you to be. If you've ever felt comfortable in a certain position in your life, you ain't there. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've that's n- good news. <laughs> I, have, I have never 
been comfortable going to the next level. I've never been comfortable speaking in front of people or doing what the next thing is that God's wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think that you are. And it's just one of those where you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. You're you and he's picked you for a reason. And you have to be okay with that. Mm. You're not got like, and I just think that's the biggest problem with Christians today. People feel like they have to have it all together. Yeah. We have to be quote unquote holier than thou. Yeah. God has not called anybody to be perfect except for Jesus. That's and it. that's why he came to die on a cross for every and single can, one of our sins. That's why we talked about as well. I don't want a preacher or a leader, a spiritual guy, whatever, to have lived a perfect life, quote unquote. You know what I'm saying? You, to have always no been in church, thing. always doing this. Right. Always, you know, I want somebody with some dirt. I want a preacher that's done, that done cocaine. <laughs> that didn't mess with a prostitute. Because you want that somebody that, that I mean, I want, I want the dirt, right? right? Because if God can change them and God can transform them, then they, that means that they have went through a transformation that they can talk to me about. Right. Right? Exactly. I don't want that perfect person speaking into my life because you ain't never it, been through nothing. You ain't been through nothing Man. that can speak to anything in my life. Like, people that are so perfect, and that's the problem. People put up this facade and it's like, oh, I, I have it all together and all of these things. Yeah. Nobody's got it together. Nobody. Everybody has some type of insecurity at some point or place in their life. And if they telling you that they don't, they a liar. That's that's crazy. They lying. Because at what point in your life did you have it all together so you don't need God? Wow. That's how I think about that. Like I have all of my stuff together in this area of my life. I don't need God in this area. I need him and everything else but this. Mm. And that's why I feel like nobody will ever be perfect and have it all together because we still need God in everything that we do. Mm-hmm. And people don't get that. So so let me let me just back up a little bit. That was good. You drop you dropping the bombs. <laughs> so silly. You drop you <laughs> dropping the knowledge. I just want to touch on that as well. Um as far as your own personal experience. Where did you feel like, oh, I'm sorry. Well, tell us your story, too, guys. I know I touched on it on the previous podcast, but what was your experience like in getting into grad school, having the faith, getting it paid for? Yeah. Like, where was where was that for you and keeping the faith? And, and I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, God, where you at? God, what we doing? Where God, where I you mean, at? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... like- what, what, where was your like head my whole at? life god where you at right i feel like the main thing with me <laughs> i feel like saying god where you at is the main what do you call that like situation in my life because i'm like god where you at you told me to do this certain thing we talked about the number three earlier god told me three years would be the number of years that i would be out of school before he allowed me to go back, um, getting everything paid for. Because in, in that, God also told me that everything will be completely paid for. And I'm going to let y'all in on a little secret. Graduate school for me at the doctorate level cost $100,000. Who got that type of money laying around? Not me. Not us. Not the coach household. We haven't. <laughs> we have not saved $100,000. For, to go to school and not have debt out of the wazoo. And it's just one of those things where 
I've just really, we've really had to believe God for what he told us. Like, God, you told me I was going to be at this specific point. I'm expecting you to show up. And it's just walking in expectancy and believing and knowing that God is going to provide where he said he was going to provide. Yeah. Because there was a certain point where it's like, if one of us was lacking on faith, the other one was just not <laughs> com- was completely not freaking out, and it was crazy yeah, that's, because that's the crazy part. Normally, I'm the person that's like, God, we believe in by faith, woo, like mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. But I'm freaking out, and you know that. But <laughs> when I tell y'all at this moment in time, I was as calm as a cucumber, and I wasn't. And he was not like (laughs) it was one of those like, okay, God, I've been accepted into graduate school. You placed us here in Texas for a reason. You made this specific school known to me for a reason. Like, I don't believe that you wouldn't have placed us where you have done all of these things to get us here, broken all of these rules for it not to work out. So Jonathan was like losing his mind and he called me. I was still working at the time. And he called me. He's like, hey, baby, like they disapproved the GI Bill to be transferred to you. And I said, oh, OK, what else? That's for all of you people thinking like, why come they just couldn't transfer the GI Bill over to pay for us? Exactly. I was like, <laughs> OK, what else? Right. I and mean, he was like, uh, 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 wh- what do so you mean? What else? And I'm like, what else? As well, and we talked about this. Now I'll briefly hit on it. Um, I mean, it was like clockwork. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Got accepted. Yeah, man. We were just we we were we were very we had like lazy- three weeks. Well, no, we were very lazadaisical about it because yeah. hey, we got the GI Bill. Exactly. We good. That was the problem, right? We good. <laughs> we <laughs> only we could have did it then. So we, I think we waited probably like January first or something. We you know, did. something we crazy. Waited because we went home for Christmas. Went home for Christmas. Came back. <clears throat> we got the GI Bill or whatever. It'd be all good. Exactly. So I, I, I submitted it. Transferred over all the months and everything. <laughs> Thank God denied. Thank <laughs> God denied. Listen, I, let me tell y'all how Boop. quickly denial emails come back. <laughs> you know how you be waiting for for days on. Good stuff to come back. Denial emails come back. Come back in like two hours. Immediately. But this is this is this is you. But I just want to say something on that. Um, And I won't even go into all of it. I'm gonna be honest with you, because but all I know is that God told me to go to war on behalf of my wife. Mm. Is what He told me, and I could not like. Because I felt the same way before I got that word. And just to back up a little bit more, you will never even receive revelations like that. Yeah. If you're not already in tune. And I get that from my mom because she's had, I won't won't talk about her, you know, her issues that she's had, but it's been things that come up in her life to where she's already ready for it, to where it would shake the family. And she's like, oh, okay, it's cool. Whatever. That's crazy. How pr- that sounds how like prayed her, up though. do you have to be Bro. To, to have something crazy flip your something life upside down? And you're like, good. oh no, I'm, why, why were you good though? Because you already prayed because up. You already prayed up. You already in the spirit. You already, you you already being that good steward. You already, you know, being everything that the Bible talks about is. I'm praying. I'm blessing folks. 
going to church. I'm doing yeah. all the right things. And it's not about good works. It's about their relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not, we're not bragging. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> By no means. I don't want, I want, I don't want like, people to think that we bragging, but it's just no. like, man, we were, we are in such a place to where it's like, okay, God, it's, it's me or you. Right, a chess game. It's a chess game, and Absolutely. it's like, okay, God, I'm in the spirit. I'm doing what I need to do. I'm praying. I'm I'm trying to do all the things that I can. And God was just telling me, you got to go to war on behalf of your wife because she, my, my, you were calm. I was so, and I've never <laughs> it was unnatural how chill you were about not having $100,000. My husband and I are complete opposites. Like, if he's calm about something, I'm freaking out. If I'm freaking out, he's calm. Like, there has never been a point where (laughs) he's been freaking out and I have been calm. It's always one of the If that has ever happened, we really looking at it like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, for sure. At this moment, he called me one day and was like, hey, baby, um... The GI Bill was denied was for the denied. approval process. Y'all, I started school in a week. Should I tell the story? I think you should. I started school in a okay. week. And it was one of those where. <laughs> so basically, so we, basically, and I'm not even going to call my boss out, even though I should call no, him out. No, don't call him out. <laughs> don't do that. Don't no, do that. so this is an example of how, and this is actually one of my points that I had for the podcast. Is how people you, you can keep drinking, you good? No. <laughs> it's how um we were talking about how people are a part of the plan that is supposed to be, you know, half of you or whatever. So yeah, if it if it was just me and God or us and God, we're mm-hmm. good. I we do what we gotta do. I I got I did my part, you provide the supernatural to my natural. I'm about to Everything do a backflip. Yes. When you have to depend on people to help you <laughs> or to, you know, to be a part of the plan that God has set, that's when the stress ensues. Absolutely. One of my new words of the day. Ensues. That's when the stress ensues. Yeah. Because I had to depend on my boss, my yeah. boss's boss, and a guy I never met that was in <laughs> San Antonio. Um, and so, okay, I'm going to go ahead and tell a story because I know we got to finish soon. Yeah. Um. Basically, so I had to extend uh, a couple more years in the army so my wife could get the GI Bill to pay for all this this school. Also, I was parlaying in the, I was um previously in the National Guard, so I had to get documentation from Alabama while we're in Texas to be. It's, just, it's a whole bunch of admin administrative stuff. Whole Long story life. short. So it was two big things I had to do. I had to extend in the army, and I also had to get this one document from Alabama. So the document from Alabama took two days, but this is where the blessing and the perseverance started to show itself. So God mm-hmm. just kept telling me, like, I got angry. There was a fire lit, like lit under me, like, hey, you gotta do this. Yeah. We can't. It was probably that Sunday. Was, we prayed it about like it. I was speaking in tongues on the way to work. I mean, I'm praying, you praying, we, we, you know, we trying to bless folks, all this type of stuff, yeah. right? And God was just like, bro, I mean, honestly, he was like, you got to do this for your wife and your family, for your future yeah. and everything. So, so I talked to my, my boss, 
he's saying he's pretty much you know discouraging me this ain't gonna happen you're not gonna be able to get this paperwork signed in time by friday which, which was your orientation <laughs> okay which yeah. was that friday the 13th Whew, <laughs> shout 13th. out shout out to the uh hey, to out the akas the my wife's number 13. that's my no. line number i'm sorry y'all. uh anyway so i mean i mean you you're at a, i think to talk to the people you you have a pivotal point you yeah. have that peak of the mountain, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, to where you know it's all or nothing. To Absolutely. where you know it's either going to happen or it's not. Yep. Right? Yep. There's always a pivotal point. Let me not preach, but there's always a pivotal right. point. Right. I'm trying not to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Trying in your to stay life, calm. <laughs> in any situation where, there, where there's, okay, it's either going to happen or it's not. Yeah. I'm either going to. Keep the school paid for. I'm not. I'm either right. gonna execute what the people need to uh, happen on my job or not. I'm either gonna work out or not. I'm either gonna wake up or not. I'm either gonna fix my marriage or not. Right. Everything. Right. So I'm at this pivotal point where I had to fight for my wife to get the school paid for because she was good. I'm like, why is she so calm <laughs> in this situation? So anyway, so <laughs> we're praying, we're believing. So I, I mean, I'm lying. I gotta go into. I gotta go to the whole thing. A little tidbit. Well, okay. A little so. Tidbit. Basically, my boss told me that the form wouldn't get approved. It got approved. Basically, when the guy from San Antonio was saying, hey, I can't do this unless you have this done, I got it done. I, I did not give myself any excuse yeah. to, to let the devil in, to let fear in, right. to let doubt in that we would not get the school paid for. Yep. And, and I'm going to tell you something that we didn't talk about as well. It should have been so easy. So if, easy. If you look up VA benefits for the it's army, so simple. all I got to do is press three it buttons. It is so simple. Transferred over to my wife. But is it supposed to be that easy? No. Whoa. Does it ever happen the way it's supposed to? Man. I expect it. And I we think was just so ready. <laughs> I think that's what why I was so calm because I expected some foolishness to jump off. Listen. Like, baby, you were freaking out. Where was I? I was at home. (laughs) I was driving 45 minutes out the way to get fingerprints and everything done. And I came home and I'm sitting there, hands lifted, praising God, thanking him for allowing everything to work out. Mm. Prior to knowing what was going to happen. Prior to knowing what was even going to happen. You got to understand. You know, I'm, if you've ever been accepted for anything, there's always an orientation process. Mm-hmm. Getting fingerprints, doing drug tests, you know, everything. Hold on. Still not knowing how we're going to pay. Not even knowing how it's going to pay. That's a, like a week in itself to get everything taken care of. Like, as far as, like, logistical things. Like, fingerprints, everything you just talked about. And the fact that <laughs> I'm just sitting here, like, no idea praising God, not Crazy. knowing what was going to happen. God, you told me, you told me yeah, this was sure. going to work out. And that I think you have to be so bold in the spirit. And people don't want to test God. That's the problem. Like people want to test him yeah. on certain things that they don't need to. They feel comfortable with. They feel comfortable with. Until but it's God, time to really put their faith into action. Absolutely. But God, you told me where my desire and his want for me meets in the middle. That's where this comes back. Mm. God, you told me this is what was for me. 
So I'm going to believe you this whole way through. That's crazy. It don't <sighs> look like it. And when I tell you it didn't look like it, when baby. When I tell you my wife walked in there after all <laughs> things, after everything was said and done. Yes. Just to finish this out. What was said and done? Walked Not a in. Thing. It wasn't even said and done yet. Nothing was yeah, said nothing. And done. We didn't even know if everything. We was had before. no idea. <laughs> she walked in there Friday morning, bold. orientation bold, not knowing bold. how she was gonna pay for this school. Bold, y'all. When I tell you, I walked into school. <laughs> my husband and I, we sat in the parking lot. I, I was Man. in the parking lot. I got to school like an hour and a half early. Sit in the parking lot. I prayed before I got there. Like listening to worship music. That's just my thing in the mornings. And got there, sitting there in a the parking lot, like praying or whatever. Like he called me once he woke up, and we were just sitting there talking. Mm. And at a certain point, guys, like, okay, what's next? Yeah, what's ne- what you what what are you about to do? So no, it's because- just to kind of <laughs> when you walking in, right? We no now. Granted, I'm gonna give y'all some context as well. We'd already taken pictures in front of the. Uh, the school, like we excited. She go got accepted to picture. graduate school, and we're believing. And if you learn, if you don't learn nothing else from this podcast, this particular episode is like, man, go test that car out. Test go look at that house. Why go not? try them shoes on. Why Even not? if you can't afford it, go do it. Why not? Why not? Okay, that and that's what the faith is. That should be the title. Why not? Ooh, that's good. <laughs> that's Why good? not? <laughs> because y'all, when I tell you, each each trimester is how our school is broken up. It costs thirteen thousand. Yeah, no, it's thirteen, My like thirteen whole, six. It's rounded up to 13, fourteen. Right, it's fourteen thousand dollars. <laughs> My whole education from my doctorate is gonna cost a hundred thousand dollars. Hundred one thousand three hundred and forty dollars. I remember. Tell it, baby. One hundred and one thousand three hundred and forty dollars. And God told me every cent that yeah would be covered. That's the and he told me that. I told my husband we've been praying over. I wrote it in my in my journal, my prayer journal. And I'm like, God, I don't believe that you would have told me a certain thing. You didn't bring would, me this far. You did not bring me this far. You didn't have me waiting three years for a specific thing to not deliver. Yeah. I think it was like having a baby. You been pregnant for nine months. Mm. And you don't expect to not deliver at a certain point. You do not expect to not deliver. Right. And that's how I felt about this. That's why I was so calm when you were freaking out. Okay. Because I'm like, God told me a thing. (laughs) God. You're so silly. Okay, Sarah Chase Roberts. Stop it. God told me, I'm going to make this happen for you. You've been obedient. You've waited. Okay. You've waited on me. And that's the thing. People don't want to wait, man. And that's the problem. You got to wait on God. It's so easy to get caught up in society. We live in such a microwave mentality thinking world. We want everything in 30 seconds. What? (laughs) When I tell you I hit the 30 second button on the microwave in a in a in a hot dropping these bars, man. I, I will hit Boop, 30 second quick. Let me tell you how quick I will hit that. Yes. But we, because of that, social media and all these things, we expect for everything to be delivered in that same time spectrum, and it's not. Mm. 
God is going to require you to wait. To wait. Why not? To wait. <laughs> Why not? How bad? Why not wait? How badly do you want it? And that's what God told me. He said, how badly do you want it? Are you going to wait on me? Are you about to wait on me when it's inconvenient? You're working at Apple. You love it there, but you are not hey, fulfilled. Clean my glass. Clean my glass. Clean <laughs> my glass, man. You're not fulfilled. Are you mm. going to wait on me? That's good. God, I'm going to wait on you. Wow. Okay, let's test it. Let's play this chess game that we've been playing with God for the last, what has it been, a year that we've been playing chess with God? Yeah, man. And that's how I think of it because, like, it's like okay, cool. It's going to be paid for. Y'all went, and just to get back on orientation for graduate school, we had to have, um, like, tuition had to be paid in full yeah. before I even came to graduate school. Before orientation, it has to be paid. I walked in, chest stuck out, excited to not be there, how not it's... knowing how it was going to be taken out, y'all. I trust in God so much. I expected somebody to walk up before I came and into school and give me a fourteen thousand dollars check. Absolutely, I expected it. You have to walk in expectancy. And let me let me just take a pause for a second too, because I was like to I would like to play devil's advocate on this situation. Yeah. I like to think logically, and I'm the person that okay, cool. There's a person that's listening, like, okay, yeah, I get y'all. Y'all had y'all praise moment. Yeah, exactly. Y'all had this going on. Exactly. It, it, it's this is not meant to brag. This is not meant no. to, you know, we got it all together or whatever else. Exactly. This the reason why we're so excited. <laughs> well, how long have we been until over seven years? Huh? We've been on each other seven years. Yeah. Even just us being friends, best friends, boyfriend, girlfriend, married, whatever. It's a process. It is. It's man. a process, and not just with each other, but personally to to know have a relationship with God and to be on these certain levels. Like when I when I give advice to people, when I receive advice, it's always where your heart posture is. Yeah. It's always where okay, cool. Where do I have God in my life? What do I put him first? I mean, you talk about all the time, like, okay, even if, okay, cool, you wake up, you yawn, you stretch, I grab my phone. What's the first thing you go to on the phone? Absolutely. Is it the Bible app or is it Facebook? Right. And so I even, I, I personally believe that we're just on like the cusp of just kind of figuring this thing out. Yeah. Right? We're on the cusp of, of uh, seeing where God really wants us to be in this season, in this time of our lives. And we're only just scratching the surface of where it is. And so like, you might not be at that hundred thousand dollar mark. You could be at that. I, I'm trying to go from fries to burgers at McDonald's. Absolutely. Let's just be honest. It's all about giving God glory. I'm trying to go from the fry boy to the manager or the manager to the the dish or whatever. It's about how far are you willing to be stretched to allow God to use you, to allow God to stretch you, you know, no tech, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, ain't pretty. It's not pretty, uh, growing in God, growing in Christ, growing relationship. It's not meant to be like this whole, 
oh yeah, I got it all together and my clothes are pressed and I'm saying the right things and I'm speaking the right scriptures. No, it's a grimy, it's the in the dirt, in the trenches type love and relationship to where it hurt, right? To where, hey God, I'm here. I'm stressed out. I'm not stressed out. I'm stretched out. I don't care where stop. (laughs) I don't care (laughs) where I don't care what people think about me. I don't care what my family thinks about me. I don't care what my wife thinks about right. me. Because I know what God has called for me to do. Baby, I know what the gift that he's laid upon me and the, the path that he has me to follow. Mm-hmm. You have to recognize that and get in tune with that. Yeah. And and that's 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 exactly what we were talking about earlier, how I came to faith. Because I was raised up in a, a house that was all about God and all about Jesus, but I had to find him for myself. Mm-hmm. You, you could be taught one thing your whole life, but until you experience God for yourself, yep, you won't really understand exactly how dope he is. We were talking about <laughs> that earlier. Like I used to always hear my grandparents, if I had a thousand songs, I could not thank yeah. God enough. And that is so real. God is so good, man. So good. and people don't really understand like. You made it back home today. You're able to listen to this podcast because God allowed you to make it Yo, back to your so listen, home. You got the power to charge your phone to listen to this podcast. Exactly. You got the ramen noodles on top of your refrigerator. <laughs> you got, I mean, Even all the simple things. Noodles. Listen, anyway. Okay. Anywho, like God is so good. Y'all, I'm sorry to go off on this rant, but anyway, <laughs> I showed up at school <laughs> Not knowing how everything was going to be paid for, but knowing and believing God for God's word is always good. Jesus will work it out. Absolutely. (laughs) There has never been a point like people will let you down, but God will never let you down. And me going to school with that mentality, January 13th, 2020, I had to be at school at eight o'clock. Got there at like seven 637 got there and I'm sitting in the parking lot, sitting in my car, praising God for allowing me to be at the point that I am still not knowing how it was going to be paid for this whole time. God told me that it was going to happen, but I did not see it. And, And there's somebody out there. I just keep feeling this. I don't know why. There's not taking it seriously. Yo, bro. No, cause cause you're right. I'm gonna use it. I mean, to you, this is Mount Rushmore. This is Mount Rushmore. Getting the school for paid me. for, living your dreams. But you can apply this to anything Absolutely. that you're going through. Not just you might not think that getting to graduate school is a big deal or getting Whoa. stuff paid for. Absolutely. Apply this message to anything. I don't know. Okay. You good, baby. But like Go even ahead. being there, because y'all, my GRV scores weren't where they need to be. I was 10 points lower than what the recommended. Still got in, no probation, no, Thank you. no, whatever. The recommend, quote unquote, recommended score. God was like, submit that joint anyway. That's how me and God <laughs> talk. That's like, that's like, people don't understand. I tell people that all the time. This is how me and God have a conversation. So the way that me and you talk, yeah. that's how me and God talk. Fact. I was like, Lord, this don't look like it's going to submit that joint hey, anyway. I this bet. Money, dog. <laughs> exactly. Bet. I'm finna bet. submit this application. Even the, the uh, um, admitted counselor called me before I submitted it. Yeah. I submitted my application. She was like, 
hey, your GRE score is like 10 points lower than the recom- quote-unquote recommended score uh-huh. for this school. What do you want to do? I want to submit my application. <laughs> Send. Send. <laughs> <coughs> Send. Run it. Run it. <laughs> Was accept like, have my... Had my um, what do you call that thing? Interview. Yeah. Had my interview. Killed it. Applic- killed it. It whole not. Everything was good. The only thing was God was like, "Hey, we gonna have to get this paid for." Yeah. And that's where I put. This is All me playing my chess. Shit ordered, dog. Everything is in God's court now. You, I've done everything you told me to do. So I've had you. faith. We moved to Austin, Texas. I, by faith, the manager from my store in Birmingham, Alabama, was a store manager so at Apple to be there in Austin, to. Texas, prior to us even moving. Mm. And y'all cannot tell me that's coincidence or happenstance. I got a promotion, like a eight dollar an hour pay raise and everything god was like this is where i want you are you gonna take it okay god let me take this challenge what you gonna do next chess move chess (laughs) chess piece in god in god's court at this point like what are you about to do okay where are you gonna get these last two prerequisites done at austin community college is around the corner chess move Chess move. <laughs> Let me get it done. Guys, That's okay, good. we got to get it paid for. That's so good. What's next? Well, let's figure this thing out. You told me it would all be paid for. How are we going to figure this out? They have a My CAA Military Scholarship. They pay up to $4,000. Mm. Oh, bet. Oh, great. Let me apply for this Chess thing. Chess move. <laughs> Chess move. Let me apply for it. Okay, perfect. Great. So you applied for it. But we're not gonna pay for it because general studies in some type of random um, medical field isn't. They don't see that as they a specific. They don't see it as a major. They don't see it as a major. Yeah, exactly. They don't see it as a major. Okay, great. Let me see what God can work out. God, just move. Just move. Okay, great. I applied for it. God, what can you do? Okay, we might be able to get this worked out for you. What can you do? It's holding God accountable. It's holding God accountable. It's it's, it's holding him accountable to his word. What he said he would do, what he said would be done. And it's taking that leap of faith. And it's also being faithful where God has placed you. Baby, I've paid time. Trusting and timing. Offering everything and like i feel like god has placed so much weight on that because had i not done that i don't think that we will be where we are right now yeah because i've done a certain thing and god's held me accountable and now okay god you told me a certain thing i can't wait to this come out (laughs) i held him accountable okay yes your turn chest move why not or chest move move. where we at (laughs) where are we at right now that's good and y'all, it comes down to a point of hours. I mean, hours. Ow, Are you willing to wait to the last minute on God to move on your behalf? When you've done everything that you could do. What are you going to do? Physically, mentally, emotionally, socially. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Because God likes to wait. 
man. We have. He is outside of, of our time. Bro, I swear. I will wait to the last millisecond to come through with the come through. And work it out. And work it out every time. Work it out every single time. Gosh. Y'all, I had to take three more classes before I was even eligible to go to graduate school and figure everything else out from there. God paid every single cent. We didn't pay one thing. We didn't pay a dot. We haven't paid a cent. Do we even pay for books? We have not paid for books. <laughs> Up front, I did, but it was reimbursed. Yeah, it, 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 we didn't pay for it. We have not paid a cent. Wow. God worked everything out. This military scholarship and everything God worked out. What is that? Nothing. Came out of nowhere. This general studies, quote unquote, <clears throat> to get it paid for, for medical studies or whatever. Yeah. This one lady was like, oh, that's not going to be paid for because it's general studies and blah, blah, blah. Run it. Two hours. Run it. Check paid for. All you got to do is get somebody to tell you what classes you need to take. My thing is like. And this goes back. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. This goes back to what Jonathan was saying earlier, like waiting on people. Mm. One lady did not want to do it. She gave me the just like the traditional, oh, yeah, these are the classes in the specific realm that you're going to have to take, blah, 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 blah. And give me and just like wrote my my student number in the top right hand, right hand corner in blue. <laughs> what name my right student number? Mm, what? It was not correct. <laughs> it wasn't even right. It was Dang. not even right. Went to school the next day. I was like, hey, I need somebody to help me. Is one guy helped me every step of the way, typed out every class that I need. I said, this is what I need. He typed everything out and went from there. This is going to work for you. Put my student number at the top, put a stamp on it from the registrar's office and everything. Perfect. That's crazy. Thousands of dollars paid for. And they told me, okay, cool. You got 24 hours to get this paid for. It's not going to happen. Oh, Why who's going to tell me it's not? Why not? My God, way bigger than your My doubt. My God is real. And he's way bigger <laughs> than anybody's doubt. And that's what I was that's saying. Crazy. God, I'm where you told me to go. No, so that's that's good. When you're where you when you're when you're right where you need to be, God going to meet you where you at. I swear and people when you don't in understand the right place, that. When you doing what you're supposed to be doing, God going to meet you where you supposed to be at. He, he ain't going to meet you in a club. Nope. He ain't going to meet you at the strip club. I'm talking about <laughs> old self as well. He ain't going to meet you where you doing the bad things or whatever yeah. else. He gonna, I'm going to meet you where you're supposed to be in your life right now. Are you 21, 27, 28, 35, yep. 47, whatever? I'm going to meet you where you're supposed to be at right now. And yep. then we'll get to popping. Then, then we'll, we'll see get where it popping. Then we'll see where you at. All right. Yep. All right. And that, that's where it was I'm at. So that's where God met me. Thank you, baby. And that's where God met me because, y'all, and the thing is fear. I had a professor tell me the other day, fear stands for fake evidence appearing real. And that's it. That's all it is. It ain't ain't nothing about that real. They are doubts made up in our mind and all of these things, man. And we just take them for what they are. And it's just like none of them are real. And God's... And my, th- I keep going back to God told me. God told Stand me. Stand on what He told you. Stand on God's word. There has never been a point where God has said something and it not come to pass. And that's where I was. Suicidal thoughts and all. Yeah. God told me a thing. 
okay, God, let me get to the point where you need me to be. Mm. What can you do to get to where God needs you to be? And for him to move on your behalf. Wow. And people forget that they have to work. They got yeah. They do. Want, they just want to snap their fingers and you pray, do and that. God just work it out. But no. And there, I will say there are times when God would do that, but for the most part, God wants you to put in work. He doesn't want to be the only workhorse out here. Mm. It being equally yoked, that means that two animals are tied around the neck doing the same amount of work that's being equally yoked are you better speak that you so silly that's being equally yoked and yeah. god does not want to do all of the work he's not gonna tie the the, the yoke around his neck to you gotta do the sheep. work for him to bless it you have to do the work for him to God bless it and people don't understand that people don't get it mm. they want to be like okay god like this is it Hands lifted, let me pray, blah, 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 blah. That's all <laughs> fine and good, but what yes. are you going to do when times get hard? What are you going to do when you have to wait? When you got to wait. When you have to wait three, three years. years. And I'm going to tell you, though, three years don't even seem like a long time. Think about it. I, I can't I keep, I was thinking about this the whole time as we were talking. Like, wasn't it Jacob? They had to wait like 12 years or something. For his bride. We ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, are three? you willing to wait years for God to work? Yes. Are you willing to wait years for God to show out in your life? To show up you and gotta show out. You got to ask yourself all these questions. Yeah. We got to ask ourselves these questions. Yep. I'm going to be honest. God told me to wait three, three, three what? Three days? No, three years just Three to, hours? Listen, three years just to grind it out. You got to put that into grind. perspective. Ooh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> God told just you to three wait years. three years to just to work for three more years. Work. Y'all, it's what, Jennifer? It's a march. Listen. And I have been working my butt off. Oh, it's going to come out of like May. It is. <laughs> but they're going to know it. perfectly fine because God told me three years. Listen. He paid for it. I'm so proud of you. And thank you, baby. <laughs> and everything else. But it's just like, yeah. what are you going to do? When yeah. the chess piece, my thing is like, what do you, what what, what have you done in those three years? What have you done in those? What three pruning years? have you done? What have you have you have you grown y'all. in those three years while you waiting? Whew. Have you decided y'all. to grow? Because that's the thing. Because okay, cool. Let's just say it was three years and you knew it was three years, but yeah. God told you you had to be ready for them that that three year mark. Y'all, so I lost 20, friends. My best friends, people in my wedding, mm. I lost friends. Fake. I lost people. I lost things. Yeah. And God told me, I don't want you to be able to depend on anybody but me. And at that point, what do you have? Because it's one of those moments where you're so vulnerable, where you're like, God, these are the people that you told me were going to ride with me till the end. Yeah. What next? It's the pruning process. It's the pruning process. People don't want to go through it, but it is so inevitable to be where God wants you to be because a lot of these people aren't going to make it with you. Nope. A lot of people don't have your best interest at heart. And I promise you, 
it's not one of those where I'm telling you you're going to lose your best friend because I lost mine and I cried my eyes out. Yeah. My husband held me while I cried my eyes out yeah. because I never thought I would lose her. And it's just one of those points where are you going to depend on people more than you depend on God? Yeah. And I got to that point and I'm like, I refuse. Does it hurt? Yup. Another another title could be get, get angry. Get I was mad. Instead of why not? I mean, it could be both. I get was angry. Mad. You know what I'm I saying? I was mad at God. Sometimes for it a takes that time. is to just get get angry. You ain't mad at God. You mad at yourself. It's get angry at the get situation. Angry at the you know situation. what? I'm, I'm I'm tackling this. I'm not giving up. I'm getting angry, yep. and I'm I'm taking control of my life. It doesn't matter what it is. I'm taking control of my situation. I'm depending on God. Yep. I'm letting him work this thing out. But what I'm next? getting mad and working this thing, man. But what you going to do next? What you going to do next? What you going to do next? That's good. Dap me up, dog. Dap me up, fam. Dap me up, dog. <laughs> All right. As we, as we reach our last uh, part of the podcast, as usual, we always end in the scripture. Um, it's This is a scripture... That either has to do with the relationship or the conversation yeah. or whatever's going on. And I, I chose Psalms 28 and 7 mm. for my, my, my foreign wife, right? <laughs> uh, so it says that the Lord is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts and I am helped. My heart exults, E-X-U-L-T-S, my heart exults. And with my song, I give thanks to him. So, and I'll talk about this as well. Um, I'll give a little nugget because I really want to know what you think about it. That's what the scripture is for, and I'll read it yeah. again um, after I get done explaining it. Um, it's just about grinding it out, man. It's, it's about having that trust man. in God. Yeah. And so, it's about being happy in the grind is what I got from it. Absolutely. If that makes sense. That makes sense. It's about... <laughs> Smile, you know how some make make you so mad that you, you just laugh, laugh. <laughs> right? You know, you know how somebody you laugh, you just that. you know how some make you just so mad yes. when you just can't do nothing but laugh or yes. just chuckle. That's what this this scripture means to me. It's Absolutely. um, it's waiting, yeah. It's living in the uncertainty of yeah. what God has for us and the timing. That's what we've been talking about, and it's it's just trusting God no matter what. And I mean, mm-hmm. I say no matter what, but I have to add more like <laughs> to it. Mm-hmm. It's trusting God when things are hard, when you got no money, is when you just got broken away from that person, mm-hmm. when you just lost your job, your car, your house, you got to go live with your parents, yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. It's having that unmerited, unshakable, unmovable faith in God that, hey, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You have no choice but to work in my situation. Absolutely. So. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Stop. But it's just, so I'll read it again just so you can kind of expand upon it and then we'll let this, we'll, we'll go and go to Cheesecake Factory. It's our date night. Yeah. The Lord is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts and I am helped. My heart exults and with my song I give thanks to him. So give us a little nugget and we'll be out. Y'all, for the most part, I would just say don't give up on God. 
Because he won't give up on you. Absolutely. <laughs> Point one. But as we didn't get to touch on that much. But y'all, when I tell you that God moved on my behalf, on our behalf, and he had school be paid for. School had to be paid for on January 13th. It was the first day. Orientation, it had to be paid in full. Nothing was paid. Yeah, uh, not yeah. a not a yeah. cent because God told me that it would be paid for. Jonathan was like, do we need to apply for financial aid? These th- different things. I'm like, no. God told me he was going to work it out. You've done everything you could to fight for me like he told you to. Yeah. Let God work it out. Went in there, talked to the financial aid guy, and he's like, don't worry about it. We're going to talk again in February, beginning of March. Wow. Orient- Everything had to be paid for before orientation. Don't worry about it. Favor. Favor. And that's the thing. People forget about favor. When you are a child of God, you have favor. You got grace. You have grace. And you got favor. You have grace and favor. That's good. And what does it say? No, it's the last first part of the verse. God wants y'all to test him. Oh. God wants Try me. Try me. Run it. Run it. <laughs> y'all, everybody ghetto. God, like, you say you love me, but how much? Everybody ghetto, listen to trap music right before this podcast. Y'all ghetto. God saying, try me. Try me, dog. Try me, fam. You say you love me, let's go. Let's run you it. You say you trust me, let's go. Run it. You say you have faith. How much? Run it. <laughs> you know I what? I my job for God. Run you know it. What? what are we finna do? I just appreciate you. I know you're my wife and all. You're so sweet. But um, you didn't have to do this. Yeah, you're sweet. Baby. Right? I love you. You didn't have to, to come on here and step outside of your comfort zone and yeah. share your story, but you did. Um, I know you. we talked about this before, um, but you know, you you being able to share your testimony, your faith, yeah. your journey is not just for the podcast, but it's for people. For people. It's for and people to listen to this. I've been trying to open up more, man, because I'm like, God didn't put us through all of this just for me. Mm-hmm. And that's part of that. Like, people are so selfish, and I'm one of those people because I'm so introverted. Yeah. God didn't put you through all this just for you. Yep. He put you this so Put you through this so that someone else could be blessed throughout it. And that's all. That's, that's what this whole podcast is all about. So yeah, no tag, man. No tag. So in light of that, is it? That's it. <laughs> it's a wrap. Thank you all for listening. I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna make this a part one or part two. Yeah, I think it's just gonna be a whole. I don't even matter. I'm sorry, I don't y'all. I was trying to. Be no, because the other ones were, but I think this is this should just be the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's. All straight, no chaser. Get you a mimosa and listen to this podcast Absolutely. like we did, whatever, <laughs> right? Um, but I appreciate you for being on. As always, I encourage you to live a no tech talk lifestyle, to speak your mind, to get your voice out there, to be heard, and to not be just silenced by what the world says yeah. that you should be. Forget the world. Or to talk. Forget the world. There you go. <laughs> It's another edition of No Tech Talk. Appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Have a good day. Good night. Good night. All that.